It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 116, Thursday night. of medicine and social networking this is the dr anonymous show live on blog talk radio i'm of course your favorite physician host my name is mike but my friends like you call me dr a and you can always find me at dranonymous.com that brings you to my blog you can also go to dr anonymous uh, .net, which brings you to my Facebook fan page, and uh, you can also go to dranonymous.org, which brings you to my iTunes page, uh, where you can subscribe to this show. That's right. You can subscribe and get all you can handle of me. Very exciting. Today is Thursday, September 10th, 2009. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, or as we see in, say in these parts, Rock Dog Time. It is just five weeks, five weeks away until Blog World Expo, 35 days until Blog World Expo. Very excited about that. So we'll be talking about that. Every week, as the as we get closer to uh, to the date, there. Uh, so uh, so yeah, we have a we have a short show here for you tonight because uh, basically I don't have a lot of material. <laughs> I have no guests. I have no. I don't have a lot of material, and it is uh, opening opening night for the NFL football season. I have it on right now here. 
at uh, Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters here. So, yes, I am like many of you who are multitasking. Thank you for at least uh, clicking onto the show here tonight as you're watching your football. I know a lot of people out there are. So we'll be talking about some news stories here. Uh, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for uh, featuring the show again tonight. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. For those of you who don't know, yes, I am a real physician. I am a family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in my office and in the hospital here in beautiful, beautiful northeastern Ohio, which is midway between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So uh, this is uh, both Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers territory so there was a lot of trash talking going on <laughs> around town at the hospital uh today so that was uh, kind of fun to experience and let's see here uh i think that's it i think it's it uh let's see here i think i think that's all i have here i'm going to take my first break here and uh, we will continue just with some uh just with some news stories here uh uh, before <laughs> I just started the show, and I'm talking about the end of the show. So, uh, uh, But you are listening to the Dr. Anonymous show. I'm a featured speaker at Blog World Expo. They're a med blogger beat up there. You can find out more information at our good friend, com. Click on the tab, Blog World, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Blog Talk Radio, single-handedly curing that pesky rash just with the sound of my voice. I do want to uh, give a shout-out to the people in my chat room here who have, uh, <laughs> who have joined me live here. I uh, really appreciate it. We have Epi Junkie. We have a guest. We have J-Man, Kimmy. Ramona and the Reverend Rock Dog, who are joining me live here this evening. And if you are joining me live, you just uh, click on the webcam icon and you can see me doing the show live. I know. Very, very exciting. Now, I just have a few news stories to go through here. Just, to, just because this is kind of a medical show, I just want to maybe just cover a couple of stories with regard to the swine flu because it's it's what's it's what's going going all around the press here uh, every every single day i have some some audio clips uh from uh 
from our friends at the Associated Press here talking about some news stories. Uh, the first one here is uh, is from New York City talk, talking about a school that is, just started this week. And, of course, like every other school in America these days, they are worried about swine flu. They head to school with their backpacks packed with fresh new folders and binders ready to learn. All the kids are excited and all the mommies are excited too because it's the first day of school. More than a million kids head back to school in the country's largest school system, New York City. And as they head back to the classroom, school officials say students won't just be learning about reading and writing. We're really focusing on teaching those children to, to be very aware of, of their habits. You know, washing before lunch, washing before lunch. Today they're going to educate them on how to hygiene-wise. After a swine flu outbreak last year forced dozens of city schools to close, this year city officials say they plan to battle H1N1 from all angles, starting with the parents. It's really important for our parents to make sure their kids are washing their hands, to make sure that when they cough or sneeze, they do it into a sleeve so that they don't spread the germ. City Schools Chancellor Joel Klein visited classrooms to welcome kids back. Along with any homework, kids will also be taking home a handout from Klein and City Health Commissioner Thomas Farley, urging parents to teach their kids about healthy habits. I teach him, too, to wash his hands frequently. I have Pharrell in his bag. So I'll just do my part, and hopefully the school does their part. For many people, it's just too early to be worrying about swine flu. After all, it is only the first day of school. Many of the parents I talked to said they weren't even concerned. No, I'm not concerned at all. They get sick. All kids get sick. Everyone gets sick. Yeah, just give them medicine, take care of them, keep them home. Between vaccinations, better sanitary habits, and encouraging parents to keep sick kids at home, health officials hope that will be enough to help keep the flu contained. Bonnie Ghosh, the Associated Press, New York. Now, not only are they uh, talking about uh, kids, kids in the uh, elementary and secondary schools, uh, and multiple, multiple reports around with regards to college campuses. One of them is the University of Maryland, who has recently had an outbreak. Again, this is a story from the Associated Press. Classes have only been in session about a week, but health officials at the University of Maryland say nearly 200 students have come down with flu-like symptoms. I had like an achy like head and I was really short of breath and coughing, I had a fever. Before Labor Day, there were only a couple reported cases of swine flu on campus. Now the Student Health Center is packed with concerned students. A lot of people have it and everyone else doesn't want to have it. So any symptom of like even a cough, people are like kind of freaking out. The school is not specifically testing students for swine flu. But officials say because this is not the time when seasonal flu outbreaks are seen, they're assuming affected students have the dreaded H1N1 virus. We're anticipating a steady flow from here on out because many of the people that are coming in to see us at the health center are saying they've already been to class. And if they've already been to class and they're sick, then the chances that they've passed it on to other people are great. The university is encouraging students to use hand sanitizer stations like this one to help protect themselves. Officials are also asking students who feel sick to stay away from class. As for the students who already have the flu, the health center is providing them with flu kits. The packets include thermometers, surgical masks, 
and Gatorade. Sandy Cozell, the Associated Press. Now, to add to the hype on this, not only are schools not ready for this, our own hospitals around the country, according to the press, are not ready for this uh, ready for this swine flu as well. Here's another report saying that our hospitals aren't even ready yet as well. This is the emergency room at Jamaica Hospital, which serves a low-income community in the densely populated New York City borough of Queens. Doctors here say it is busy all the time, year-round. Queens was the epicenter of the country's swine flu outbreak in the spring. If it comes back more severely this flu season, doctors here are worried they will quickly be overrun. If we have a more severe, higher percentage of patients requiring critical care, then that's really going to strain our resources. During the spring swine flu outbreak, traffic here more than doubled to 663 emergency room visits per day. This is a community of immigrants, the uninsured and working poor, many of whom do not have primary care doctors. Thus, the emergency room is the only place many people go when sick. Dave Rosen is the CEO of four hospitals in this area, and he's hoping the government is aware of the potential for chaos here. On a sustained basis, uh, it begins to impact on everything else that we do, which raises other questions because people are getting sick, people are getting hit by cars, people are getting shot, and uh, we have to deal with that as well. Rosen says doctors from his hospitals were quick to respond to Hurricanes Andrew and Katrina and hopes others will respond in kind if necessary. Here at Jamaica Hospital, officials are turning part of the cafeteria and other areas into triage and possible quarantine rooms for swine flu. But health officials here say that without a plan to provide funds for doctors, medicine, and crowd control, this could turn into a real mess. Ted Shaffrey, the Associated Press, New York. All right, so uh, I got one more uh, swine flu story, then I'll move on. Uh, there are multiple, multiple hospitals uh, I've read this week that are going to be requiring uh, the seasonal flu vaccine, the yearly seasonal flu vaccine. Many hospitals around the country are are requiring this to of employees. Uh, to continue working there. Uh, and obviously that brings into a lot of debate on whether that is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but I have a story here from uh, Chicago, from, uh, from Loyola. They, the, the seasonal flu shot there is mandatory. Getting the seasonal flu shot is no longer an option for employees at Loyola University Health System. The suburban Chicago hospital is mandating that all employees and students get the shot. It's the right thing to do. It's what CDC has been recommending to us for some years. And we owe it to our patients uh, and to their families and the communities we serve, and indeed to our own employees to protect ourselves as best as we can. There are a few acceptable reasons that will allow an employee to decline the vaccination, but if a worker just doesn't want to get the shot, then they aren't going to be allowed to work at Loyola. We're not going to allow you to show up to work. And, uh, you know, that is unfortunate because we don't ever want to get into the conflict, but we want to protect you and we want to protect our patients. And that's our responsibility. If we didn't do that, we would be shirking on responsibility. This idea is taking off around the country. A new state law in New York now requires healthcare professionals to get the seasonal flu shot. The American College of Occupational and Environmental Medicine likes the idea of promoting flu shots, 
but disagrees with the idea of mandating them, saying that the flu shot is variably effective and a mandate could harm employer-employee relationships. Loyola Hospital Administration argued that forcing employees and students to get the shot is out of obligation to providing a safe medical environment for patients. There's a right that patients expect when they come to our hospital that we are providing the safest possible environment for them. Mandating vaccines is nothing new for Loyola. The measles, mumps and rubella vaccine is already a requirement. Mark Carlson, the Associated Press, Maywood, Illinois. So that's uh, kind of the roundup of medical stories here uh, this week. Uh, obviously, there's a lot being talked about the seasonal flu and the swine flu. There's a lot more stories there, but uh, I think that's enough uh, for right now. What I'm going to do now is uh, take a little bit of a break here. And after this, we'll be talking about some non-medical stories uh, from this week, lighten things up there a little bit. So after this break, we'll be talking about cougars. We'll be talking about 9909 and uh, whatever else is in the, uh, in the bin here for us to talk about. Uh, we have a short show here, so uh, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. We have 12 minutes left here. I'm not going to be extending past, so we're going to try to get through some of these other stories here, which I think is kind of funny, kind of interesting. So, uh, so yeah, so cougars. <laughs> did you know? Did you know there was a cougar convention in California uh, a couple of weekends ago? I mean, you know, this is this is not, you know, the the cougar, the the older women and the younger guys type of thing. That's what I'm talking about here. Now, this guy who I'm going to be playing here apparently doesn't like the whole cougar thing, and he brings up some good points. I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of amusing. You be the judge. He's talking here about the cougar convention in California a couple of weeks ago. You. Be the judge. So the first national single cougars convention took place last Saturday in Palo Alto, California, and it featured lectures on, quote, the positive aspects of dating younger men. It also offered opportunities for the older ladies to mingle with young male flesh, all without the annoying clause of commitment. For the women, they felt desired. For the dudes, they got lucky without having to pay for drinks. Now, to me, this whole cougar thing is a fabricated farce. My guess, it began as a media trend invented by female reporters as a way to comp their drinks. They could go out to bars, get picked up by dudes, and then write it all off as a business expense. And so it became a phony trend, just like push presents for pregnant women, tea parties for swingers, bird flu for alarmists, and global warming for jackasses. Now, there's nothing wrong with older ladies having sex with younger men, but don't for a minute mistake it for empowerment. The title cougar insinuates that these older ladies are predators hunting for young men, when in fact, there's no hunting at all. Men are easy, and they'll gladly pretend it was your idea if it means they get to see you naked. That's the basic crux behind feminism, after all. But the bottom line is, once cougarism or any lifestyle behavior gets its own convention, 
You're pretty damn sure it's a sad way to think of yourself, which is why I'm no longer a Trekkie. <laughs> so that is that is uh, that is one person's point of view with regard to cougars. Now, now this next clip I have here. Now, <laughs> don't don't uh, don't get your girlfriend all upset because uh, this next story it's, it it makes me cringe. It makes me say, "Ew!" You may have heard this story already. I'm not even going to set it up. Uh, this new story kind of, kind of just uh, explains itself. The victim of an accused sexual assault told a Wisconsin court what happened to him inside the Lakeview Motel in the town of Stockbridge. It started out as a romantic date with one woman. It got chaotic real quick, real fast. Then it grew into something very uncomfortable for the man when his wife, a second girlfriend, and another woman showed up to teach him a lesson about dating too many women. One of them is accused of supergluing the man's genitalia. What was superglued, sir? All my junk to my... to the rest of me. At a preliminary hearing, the Calumet County Court ruled there is enough evidence to warrant a trial for four women accused of luring the man to a hotel room, tying him up and gluing his parts to his leg and his stomach. One of the four women is the victim's estranged wife. Two were involved in separate sexual relationships with him, and the fourth was a sister who wasn't involved sexually with the man. Because right before they were ready to do that, I was like, you can't do this. You know, this is assault before she actually got ready to, to do it. You know, and I was telling them that, you know, that <laughs> you guys can't let her do this. The victim admits to being involved with three of the women, but says they all knew about each other. One of the four women entered a plea of not guilty, the other three are holding off to enter a plea at a later date. Mark Carlson, The Associated Press, Chilton, Wisconsin. So just don't uh, just don't take things too far. You know, that's just, uh, I, I think that just kind of makes sense to me, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just kind of interesting. Now, as everybody knows, I mean, yesterday was, uh, you know, 9-9-0-9, and uh, I don't know about you, but I just got sick sick and tired of all these people talking about 9909 yesterday. But an interesting story that uh, I found here was uh, uh, all the people that, are, that were just getting married um, on 9909 yesterday. Here's one of the stories. I pronounce you husband and wife. Congratulations. For some couples, it's a lucky day. For others, it just sounds catchy. But whatever the reason, prospective newlyweds around the world all agree that Wednesday, September 9th, 2009, or 9909, is the perfect day to walk down the aisle. Nine is the symbol of long-lasting Chinese tradition, and we want to have as many nines as possible. So we're actually aiming for now clock 909, but uh, that didn't happen. 919 is good enough. In New York City, hundreds turned up at the clerk of court office where civil wedding ceremonies are performed. Most of the happy couples say they picked the date because of the number nine's significance in Chinese culture. This woman says she just likes numbers and patterns. I was born on the 1st of the 10th, so that's a nice date. And being called Hannah as a palindromic name, she's got the same forwards and backwards. I just like the pattern. And so I, uh, it was mainly me that said I wanted it to be on yeah. a nice date. That's right. And I like 999. For as long as you both. Some of the new husbands also admitted that the easy-to-remember date would make it harder to forget their anniversaries. 
The city clerk of court says dates with a pattern are always a draw. This is the last date in this century where there will be a sequence of numbers on a given date where there will be a zero in that sequence of numbers. So 9909, last year we had 8808 and uh, it was a very popular day last year. In Germany, nine couples marked the memorable day by getting married on Germany's highest peak. Thousands of couples registered their marriages on Wednesday all over China. Officials in many regions said thousands of couples had made reservations to tie the knot. Officials say people have been waiting in line since early in the morning to get their marriage certificates. Myra Lopez, the Associated Press. Now, if that's not enough there, kids, if that's not enough to get married on 9909, there was a story, a story about 99-cent weddings on 9909. 99-cent weddings. I mean, it just, it just it got crazy, but I had to share this with you. Here it is. Wedged between 99-cent soft drinks, 99-cent party favors, and the checkout counter, nine happy couples exchanged wedding vows. You may kiss your bride. Wednesday morning in Hollywood on the ninth month, the ninth day in the year 2009. One after another, brides marched down an aisle decorated in 99-cent flowers, balloons, and crepe paper. Um, I didn't really care if it was a 99-cent store or on the moon, because that's the guy that I wanted, and wherever it was going to be, it was going to be. Neither one of us are high-maintenance people. We live in San Diego. We're, we're chill. Emily Hall signed her marriage license by the cooking oil. She and her new husband were among nine couples who won this number-laden nuptial promotion. It's definitely unique. It's something that we'll be able to share with our children for quite a while. The 99-cents only discount store provided five-minute wedding ceremonies, each for 99 cents. We saw that 99-2009 was coming up, and we love to celebrate anything that has nines in it. And we saw this as a great opportunity to do something big and something unusual to really emphasize the kind of values that we offer in our stores. And at these challenging economic times, we wanted something that really made a good example of how people can save money on things that they need every day and they can really celebrate life without, spe without spending a lot. A first dance and then in tradition with the store, the couples checked out at the counter, each paying 99 cents for their wedding. After that, they head to a fancy hotel for their honeymoon on the 99-cent store's dime. John Moan, the Associated Press, Los Angeles. So there you go. You know, all the 9909 wedding stuff right there. <laughs> I just want to give everybody a heads up in the chat room. I will be doing a short uh, post show where I will be watching the uh, Steelers and the Titans game. And you can join me in the chat room over there right after this show at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and I have one more news story here to share with you if you haven't heard about this. This is kind of funny. This is about, uh, this is about a guy whose last, last wish was to be buried in his car. I am not kidding. This, uh, this actually happened. <laughs> and nothing really surprises me anymore. Here is the story. One man's wish of spending eternity with what he loved most has come true. 90-year-old Lonnie Holloway was laid to rest Tuesday in his prized possession. This was Mr. Holloway. He, he didn't do anything halfway. 
you know, if he's going to have to do it, you know, he's going to have to do it right or don't do it at all. Yes, Holloway was buried in the front seat of his 1973 Pontiac Catalina. In the passenger seat, Holloway's collection of guns. Some family members were surprised by Holloway's unorthodox decision. They say you can't take it with you. Well, you, you may not carry it all the way, but you can take it a little ways on the road. <laughs> Holloway is buried next to his wife, who died two years ago. Some family members say he left his house to his dog. Shirley Smith, the Associated Press. So that's all I got for you this evening on this uh, this quick show, this 30-minute show here. I want to thank everybody uh, everybody who uh, joined me here. Gonna give one more shout-out to the chat room here. we got Big Jim. we got the J-Man, Kimmy, Ramona, Sonny, and Ben from the Woodshed crew. I want to give a shout-out to the, uh, the Woodshed radio show, which will be coming up uh, this Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern time on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And uh, that's that's always a good show. And uh, I will not be doing a, a Saturday night show here. I'll be back one week from tonight on Thursday, September 17, 2009 at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to be having a uh, a post show here. Uh, you can go to DrAnonymous.tv. And as soon as I close down this show, I'll be over there for a few minutes. So uh, thank you for joining me here. I just have about 90 seconds left here. Uh, and in, in commemoration of 9909 for the Beatles, uh, Burl played this on his show last night. I will follow up here tonight. This is Hey Jude. Good night, everybody. And we will talk to you all very soon. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you later. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it better Hey Jude, don't be afraid 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.